As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Abu Dhabi where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Don't worry, we'll voice it for you. And we've got the people on the show to talk about everything today. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, politics, COVID-19, film, TV, you name it. We've got some subjects to talk about. I'm here with TJ DeSantis, my co-host and producer. TJ, cheers. Hey, Bruce. I'm here with Sammy Phillips, the ever wonderful, ever sensual, ever outspoken, ever we never know what she's going to say, but it's going to be fun. And she's all ready for not just the show, but she's ready for Halloween. And I can see it right now. Sammy, she's ready very, for right meow. Yeah, re- looking very feline, feminine right now. Very, very cool, Sammy. <laughs> for those who aren't watching us, you know, um, I have some cat makeup on my face since I love cats. Ah, there you go. There you go. That's great. I have to tell my friend Kitty. She'll appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm wearing a cat onesie with a tail, if you care. Uh, we all care, Sammy. I'm sure. I'm sure everybody watching. We can. There we go. The tail. That's always been there, right? You're just showing it for Halloween. <laughs> You're an asshole. Well, if anybody would know, it would be you, Bruce. <laughs> oh, yes, you've seen my tail. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, speaking of seeing your tail, here's the other tail of the tape. The man that we know, the trainer to the UFC stars, champions, contenders, you name it. Punch a hole through his chest, whatever he wants to do. He's right here with us today. Not other than Ray Longo. Ray, how are you? Bruce, how we feeling, buddy? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Okay. We didn't have a show last week, right? Right. I'm not going to be in Abu Dhabi this week and I haven't gone public with it, but I'm going to tell everybody right now, I'm just getting over about with COVID. So I got it. How how long ago did you get it, Bruce? Today is day 14. And um, so today is the end of my quarantine. I can't tell you where I got it. You know, I mean, I, I basically came down with it three days after I was in Vegas uh, for a weekend of UFC, a weekend of appearing at the Raider game, flying in. You all know, especially you, TJ, that I'm very safe, very COVID protocol. Very it's kind of wearing. it's kind of annoying. I'm going to be honest. So when I when I heard that you had it, Bruce, it took me by surprise. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. If I have it, if I got it, anybody can get it because I'm just really safe about it. You know, and uh, they say, you know, you have to be in an area breathing with the same person potentially for 15 minutes. You know, you hear all these different scenarios. I just say that we're all guinea pigs, you know, on a daily basis as the thing come out. I am vaccinated. I thank God I'm vaccinated. I had the J&J. I plan on getting the booster. Now I don't have to get that for two or three months, whatever it's allowed, because your antibodies build up with this. It knocked my uh, feet in the dirt. You know, for the definitely for the first three or four days, you know, with the fever, with the the temperature, the body aches, the headaches. I did not lose my taste or smell, thankfully. Um, definitely been uh, quarantined in Buffer Manor for all this time. Not a bad place to be, but definitely not what I wanted to be. So there's an adjustment to make because now I'm going to step back out in public. You know, I've got to 
go around my mom and you right. know, people around me. But right. they say at 14 days that you're you're not contagious anymore. Hey, correct course, me if I'm wrong. Uh, you you had it as well, Ray. Yes, I had I had it back in uh, January 1st, but right at the beginning of the New Year. That's funny. I think it either goes two ways. It either goes with the fever and the headache, which I didn't have, but I lost my taste and smell for two days. Yeah, I know did people you, that have did lost. You, did you lose taste, Bruce? No, I didn't lose taste or smell. And I know people that have lost taste or smell. It's like two months. They haven't even gotten it back. That's crazy. Yeah. I it's was very, only a couple of days. I think I had a very uh, light case. I would consider it. So I got I got lucky. Knock on wood. Everybody's different. Um, you know, luckily, no lung damage that I can tell. You know, my lungs feel good. I've been doing videos and cameos and, you know, getting them out. You know, I even when I was sick, I was doing it because obviously here at home. All I can tell you is, folks, is that, you know, I hope you're vaccinated. I don't want to start a conversation, get vax, not get vax. But if I wasn't vaccinated, who knows how this thing would have wound up? Right. You know, yeah. And that's the key thing, because they say if you're vaccinated, your bout with it, if you do contract it, it it's significantly I mean, I won't I don't want to say easy because it's it's not easy. It's it's a pretty serious condition, but uh, it's supposed to be less less of a struggle uh, if you are vaccinated. Yeah. Well, people were talking about, you know, taking the ivermectin. My one doctor said, take it. A friend of mine, he's not a regular doctor. He's a longevity doctor, like helps people, you know takes care of them. I thought you were going to say a veterinarian, but okay. No, no, no. <laughs> well, that's when you think about what it is. Um, I think it's a horse pill originally for horses. Well, I mean, I'm no, not really. I mean, it's for no, both, but it's, uh, no, it's originally for yeah. humans that yeah. became a horse pill. It got sensationalized yeah. in the media. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things have anyway, two doctors said, no, what I did get is I got an IV of Regeneron, the Regeneron yes. IV. I got that literally the did next day. And after I tested positive, and I was lucky enough to get it. And a lot of people can't get it, but, you know, definitely pay through the roof for it. Right. And um, IV bag of vitamins and took all the zinc and everything you're supposed to take. And that's all I could do. So went through the process and I'm here. I'm back. Uh, I'll be in New York for UFC 268. Can't wait for that. Going to be roaring yes. like crazy. I'll be like yes. a like a caged animal out of the cage because it's time for me to get back in the octagon well i'm happy you're you're feeling better bruce i'm happy you took it serious because uh you know you you're the you're the type of person that that pushes yourself a little too much at times so uh, i'm happy i mean i'm sure it was very hard for you to call the ufc and go look i can't go to fight island you know i've never turned down a show in my life yeah i was thinking the same thing tj because i think you're like me if i had to miss a show with a fighter of mine i think that would kill me yeah. You know, so I know, Bruce, you got to be going through the same thing. Yeah. Especially after consistency for 20 plus years or whatever it's been. To, it's, that, that's a wacky thing, man. 25 so, plus years. Listen, yeah, Dana 25 said it. plus years. Dana said Nuts. it. You'd, ha- you'd have to shoot me to keep me out of the octagon or you get COVID or yeah, get infected fit. with an illness during a pandemic. So, yeah, you know, you a pandemic illness. So that's what it took. And uh, that's it's going to take a bullet to keep me out uh, in the future. But anyway, that's my thing. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Um, I had it. And all I can tell you is if I got it, anybody can get it. Be safe out there, folks. Be smart. You know, Halloween's coming up the whole bit. We're not out of this pandemic yet. I have a confession to make. Oh, you too. I do. Okay. So um, I'm a 55 year old woman. That's not the confession. Cause everybody knows. Um, so I've been afraid to get vaccinated for a variety of reasons. Um, My body rejects everything. Uh, The flu shot gives me the flu. I get it worse if I get a shot, I get sick after the shot. Like, so all these things have been going through my head. Um, 
wait until it gets approved, wait till it gets fully approved. Then there's now a, a secondary shot, then there's a booster. So I'm just sitting here, just kind of hanging out waiting. I don't really leave my house a lot, except literally for penthouse shoots. Uh, we're all uh, COVID tested. Most people on our sets are vaccinated. It's pretty much usually me and the model that aren't. So I've been sort of fine. I've got knock on wood. I haven't, you know, had any altercations with COVID since it started. So my auntie, God bless her, is dying. And um, the only way I can go see her is if I get vaccinated. And that's for her, not for me or anything. So I went uh, to a week and a half ago and I got my first shot. I did Pfizer. Um, my research being older and, uh, you know, it's fully approved versus an emergency thing. Um, it has the least amount of side effects for chicks like myself. So I did it. I did not feel good for two days, three days, diarrhea, like it was crazy. But, um, and my arm was sore. I couldn't lift it up. Um, I had a headache. I was hot. But beyond that, great. I, you know, it took a couple of days. I feel fine. And honestly, it's given me a lot of peace of mind that I've done it. And, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, forgive my kittens. Um, I'm thinking like, you know, all these conspiracy people, oh, it's got like a geo tracker and it's got a chip and now, you know, everyone can track it. Like, uh, it's this, it's that, it's magnetic. I tried to put a coin into my arm, it fell. Nothing happens just for the people out there that could be suspicious -y or, you know, apprehensive like myself. I'm here, I'm, nothing has, gone wrong with me. And I would say, if you're on the fence, just do it. Do it for the people around you if you're not gonna do it for yourself. And now I'm off my pulpit. Well, do it Whoa. Do it for the simple reason that Bruce said, you know, like if you don't, oh my God. Look at my kittens. Just look, look, this is Prince Boy Cat. Uh, the costume proves correct. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. might as well call that cat Buffer. <laughs> Go ahead now, uh, TJ, you were saying? No, I was just saying, like like, like you said, Bruce, you know, if you hadn't had the vaccine, who knows how uh, ill yeah. you, you would have been. So you're better safe than sorry, and that's that. Yeah, that's like, cool. yeah. I mean, most, most of the cases in the hospital right now are unvaccinated people. I mean, like, you can call it political, you can call it whatever. You can call it Fox News, you can call it CNN, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but the facts are the facts, okay? And when people say yeah. that everybody in the hospital, to a large extent, is unvaccinated, that's dying or having suffering, then obviously there is a method to the vaccination, but... It is personal choice. Women are complaining about it. I've heard anything from uh, cycles being thrown off. Do you name it? You know, whatever the case might be. But for me, it worked. My family's vaccinated. I'm going to get the booster when I can. I'm not going to screw around. I just got I just got yeah. screwed by this thing, and I'm not going to screw around moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one yeah. of the side effects they said for women. Very least amount is blood clots, and that's women under 50 or 40 or whatever. If you're still getting your period, there's more of an whatever kind of a risk. But if you're not getting your period, there's way, oh, hello. Another confession. Yeah. There's no, way no, less no. of a risk. Yeah. So there hey, you Ray, go. Ray, are you still getting your period? <laughs> no, Meow. Sammy, I want, I want to tell you something, Sammy. I'm the only guy with a wife that still gets a period. She's 60. She baby just is slowing down now, but what? 60. I mean, what the fuck did I do to deserve that, Sammy? Come oh, on. my God. Hey, you know, Ray. Did, Ray, I, do Ray, some, did I do something in a previous life 
Then no, I you're not. To... You're not doing anything. She's the one that goes is going through it, not no, no, you. No. So Guess shut up. What? Come on. You got nothing to say <laughs> yeah. about it. Your wife's the one that got something to say about it. No, no, no. <laughs> you know listen. what I'm talking about. I know. I know what he's talking about. You know, she can still have babies. As long as she has a period, she can have a baby. All right, that's a whole nother show. Ray, you go to work on hey. that and we'll have you on the show. Yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray uh, is so macho. He He's always going to be able to make someone pregnant, I think. Oh, wow. wow. AJ, don't give me wow. too much credit. There you go. It's true. I mean, absolutely not. Definitely not. But Sammy, I will say this. You look absolutely fabulous for 55, which is great. And oh, yeah. The fact, the fact that you didn't want to get the vaccination, but your aunt was in the hospital and you got it, tells me that you're a you're a special person yeah that's good for really you. that's not easy to do because i know people that don't want the vaccination and they'll hold to it but you're the fact to see your rant gives you the motivation to do something you don't want to do absolutely that's that's really really not just nice to hear absolutely absolutely all right guys um we'll put the COVID talk aside you know we hear about it we read about it every day the facts are obvious situation's obvious i'm healthy i'm fine i'll be in ufc 268 to roar uh, from Madison Square Garden. And again, last thing I'm going to say, stay safe out there. Stay safe out there. Use your common sense. Don't drop your guard. It's like a fight, right, Ray? Drop your guard. Yeah. You're going to get popped. Bottom line. Because I can't figure out how I got it. And I'm safe as hell. There you go. And there Sam goes. I don't know where, but That's all she's right. gone. While she's gone, let's have a big congratulations to uh, Tarek and uh, now Heather Almusa. Tarek's archive show was on last week was very prime because they both got married and their big wedding. Um, that was another event that I missed this week because of my bout with COVID. I was supposed to be there. Also, at the same time, I was supposed to appear appearing at a wedding in New York and oh, wow. flying a private. They were going to fly me in a private jet back to the Raiders on Sunday. Missed all that. I missed everything possible last weekend. That's another. And, and that's how I know you took this serious, Bruce, because when there's things to do, you get those things done. And the fact that you had to table all of that, uh, it says a lot. Table all of it, take a health hit and a financial hit. But you know what? It's all good. I'm here. I'm healthy and I'm moving forward. I'm rocking and rolling. So congratulations to Heather and Tarek Amusa. Uh, you'll be seeing all about it in People Magazine. You name it. They've been getting a lot of coverage. Now, the they're a lovely story, couple. Lovely couple. They're um, very good friends of mine. Very, very good friends of mine. As a matter of fact, I did a uh, video and an audio they played at their wedding when they entered the reception. Nice. So that was very cool. My little gift to them. Okay. Now. On the news, obviously, the big story this last week has been the uh, the shooting on the film Rust set. You know, <clears throat> let me just tell briefly about this. I'm sure if you haven't heard about this, you're living in a pillbox. It's been publicized everywhere. This is a very serious situation. Now, when you're on a movie set, Ray, you've been on movie sets, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is an armor. There is people, whatever their title is. They're specifically their job is to watch over the weapons when they're handed out to the actors. The blanks are in them. Everything is checked. It is their specific job. Now, just like handling a weapon in real life, which I'm very adept at, Ray, I, I bet you're very adept at weapons too, I would assume. What's the first rule of thumb? Check your weapon, make sure it's not loaded, right? On a movie set, you have an armor hand, you a, you're an actor. You, you have or you don't have experience with weapons. You're handed the gun, you're told the blanks are in, especially like a John Wick situation. You're holding a Glock, 16 rounds in the clip. You're not going to empty the clip to see if it's all blanks. You're going to take for granted that gun's ready to go. Right. In this case, it was an old Western six shooter. So where does the fault lie? That's going to come out. Um, it's all guesstimation at this point. Uh, a lot of people talking about this, the armor having issues on a previous set. Uh, it was a non-union film. They had SAG on set. 
they were told not to be there, non-union film. Alec Baldwin was the one that pulled the trigger. Obviously not saying it's his fault. It's just he was the one that pulled the trigger. I'd hate to live with that the rest of my life if I was Alec Baldwin. I would hate to live with that. There I don't a, think- see the picture of him crying? Like he was oh, standing I'm, like in the desert, like hunched over. How could, yeah, with the blood on his shirt and stuff. I, I don't know whether it was their blood, but it was just on the-, the I don't know how you go back to work, honestly. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're going to finish the film. I don't think they're going to finish the film. They shut it down. Um, the the Crow. Do you remember the the Brandon yeah. Lee film? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, that so to Bruce Lee, that happened to Brandon Lee, which was crazy. Yeah. So I, what I, what did they do in that situation? They finished the movie The Crow. Um, in in that they were filming the final scenes of the movie The Crow when he died after being shot with a prop gun, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the actor Michael Massey, who played the drug dealer in the film, fired at Lee during the scene. And the gun was later found to have been properly improperly loaded. You know, dummy bullets were replaced with a cardboard wadding, right? So a bullet fragment broken off that it remained in the gun. Mm -hmm. And the metal chip from the dummy bullet hit Lee's abdomen and, right. and he didn't make it. And then there was another one back in the 80s, uh, a good looking uh, TV actor named John Eric Huxham. He's like one of the. Yes. the yes. Yeah, you remember him, Sammy, one of the hunks at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, while filming, he was playing around with a prop gun from machine uh, from from a scene and he shot himself in the head. And what happened is the blank drove a piece of the skull into his brain. You know, you, you shoot a blank. There's still you can't there's be like a projectile. Yeah, it's a project. There's still there's still right. something going on there. It's crazy. And then the, the other time that there was a, uh, a death on a set was wild. <clears throat> it wasn't gun related. But remember Vic Morrow in the Twilight Zone when the yep. helicopter yeah, beheaded yeah. him in that one. So it's a rare situation to happen, but a horrific situation that did happen. And everybody under the sun, I'm predicting, is going to get sued. Oh, uh, yeah. This is going to go on for a long time. Was Who knows? It, um, didn't Alec Baldwin, he was directing and executive producing that film. I Correct. Yes. So guess what? He's liable for all of it. As yeah. the executive producer of that film, the director... And the man that unfortunately had his hand on the gun. Um, it's funny, I've been watching, it's not funny. Um, ironically, I mean, uh, I've been watching very, it's been all over the news. Like it's been covered continually since it happened. And the, the armor lady, she's 24 years old. They had some clips from a podcast where she admits that she was out of her depth and didn't, was inexperienced loading uh, fake bullets into a gun or whatever. Um, you know, she and, and various people on the crew that people that were offered the job, uh, a prop master, someone else, and they all turned it down due to their perception of it being unsafe conditions. So I enough. And in the insurance company, I, you know, who knows if they're going to honor anything out of this. So this is really going to get per this could again, who knows? I would hate to be Alec Baldwin. I'd hate to be anybody on the oh. set right now. I mean, you could just be dealing with financial ruin coming up now. But here's but the thing. Another thing, guys, uh, another report, they said they claimed that crew members were doing shooting, you know, shooting the they, team hands. They claimed that that. that or, yep. Right. So yep. with the same guns that were being used on set. And I don't mean to get into a conspiracy thing, but something, you know, I, I always think conspiracies, not that I believe them, but I always think them. Okay, Alec Baldwin's very political. Uh, what better way, I don't know, just not to tie in Trump or anything, and please don't think I'm crazy, but it just, uh, one thought crossed my mind, like 
What if somebody loaded that gun, gave that gun to him? He was doing this, you know, practicing the shot into the camera, like how it would be to set him up for something terrible to happen. Just, I don't know. It's like, how did that fucking bullet get in that fucking gun? Is my question. That's that's the whole question that'll be signed. That, that is just. Let, let's try. Let's let's avoid conspiracy theories because they're I know, all over I know, the place. I know, but still, you, know, you even have Donald Trump Jr. now coming out and speaking against really classlessly against the situation and Alec Baldwin, obviously, because Alec betrayed Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live, so there's no love lost there. That has nothing to do with this situation. It has nothing though. to do with this situation. It, it'll all come out as it comes out. It's going to take a long time. It's going to be a horrific day every day you wake up being Alec Baldwin or any of these people involved in dealing with what they're going to deal with. How about the family of this poor lady? This is very, very tragic in more ways than one, but again, I want to get down to it again. On a movie set, there are people specifically in charge of when they hand you a weapon, it has been inspected and everything is ready to go. You as an individual can check it yourself. I would assume that's your choice. The big negative here, what you mentioned, Sammy, is the fact that people were taking the same gun and going on the out the yeah. desert, wherever they were, and firing live rounds through it for shit and giggles, you know, yeah. on, on See, the that's, set. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad sign. That, Nobody that, should be doing that. Yeah, that for, that's unacceptable, number one. And number two, I, it is... Look, it just seems like it's one of those things that just with a little, if you had a conscience and you were, uh, you know, diligent about what you were doing, that that sh shouldn't happen. Like, I just no. don't get it. I, look, I did a, a short movie where I, I disarmed the gun to my head, but thank God it was a low budget. It was a short. So it was like an air gun. It wasn't right. a real gun. But trust me, if that was a real gun, I would have looked at that thing 20 times before I even touched it. Yeah, I'm very skeptical about that. Even you know, I have a, a buddy of mine who I trained who now, you know, trains me with some of the disarms and stuff. He's a high ranking FBI guy. And when we were practicing for the thing, he took out his real gun, emptied the bullets. I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not. I, I didn't want to. I didn't even trust it. And I, the kid's like a son to me. Like, it's not. But I take it very serious. And, if, you know, if I was Alec Baldwin, I would I would have did. I would have not done anything unless I was perfectly satisfied. I'm not blaming the guy. But especially a guy who's anti-gun, anti-gun, I don't own a gun. And Bruce, I really don't even know much about that. But I'm not taking any chances with that. And I, and, 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 I, and honestly, on, a, on another note, forget conspiracy theory. If I'm not into guns, I'm anti-gun. I'm not doing a movie with a gun in it. You know, you either believe it or you don't believe it. But right. tragedy, I think, could have been avoided just by somebody doing their, their, their fucking job, to be honest with you. It's a great point. Uh, it's a point that I think we'll end this conversation on because we, what, whatever's going to come out remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing, though, that uh, aside from the lawsuits and everything else, that the sheriff, the, the sheriff and the D.A. here in L.A. have spoken out on the probe. There's potential charges on the table for all the armor. Um, well, just negligence. Just gross negligence. negligence. It just seems and like gross negligence. The assistant director as well. What's that? The assistant director. The... The well, the, he was the one I think that yeah. handed uh, again. I'm not sure handed Alec Baldwin the gun. Mm -hmm. So because the I, armor wasn't currently on the set at the time, and they yeah. were doing a rehearsal in the church. Hey, okay. we're on short time here, and I want to make sure we get yeah. to these emails yeah. before Ray gets out of here. Yeah. So do you mind if we get to them? We're gonna do yeah. it real quick now. Uh, non non union film, low budget film, problematic situation. We'll see what the outcome is. Condolences go out to the family of the woman that died, the other person that, 100%, 100%. that uh, was hurt. 
sincere condolences and best wishes. Okay. I don't mean to be insensitive, but let's go ahead and move on. We, uh, uh, we do have Ray Longo on the show. I want to get him on the show. We do have questions, <laughs> SNR questions that we take with Sammy Phillips, our, our local sex expert here and, uh, penthouse pet, you know, a co-host with Dr. Drew for many years. Uh, myself, I've been on Dr. Drew's show and answered questions like this also. So let's have a little fun with a couple questions. Cause I'd love to get Ray Longo's take. Jesus Christ. And excuse me for the sudden subject switch, but that's yeah. just the way life goes. So uh, let's, let's roll Bruce. Come on. Like I said, we're on short time. This is, uh, from Cassandra who, uh, writes in and says, uh, my husband has been having a hard time uh, pleasuring me in the bedroom. I would like to introduce a toy into the mix. How do I do this without offending him? Whoa. Who's that for me? That's for anybody. I mean, no, look, I think, look, I think you just. Look at Ray it. jumping right in. I love it. I, do, I, I think you look, I think, look, Sammy's Sammy's the expert, but I think you just do it the way she just said it. You don't, you, you know, you're going to take the guy's feelings into consideration if you think that's a problem. And just say, listen, let's try something different without uh, you great as it is. But, you know, let's just try something different. And I think I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. Sammy, there's a difference if the girl wants to introduce the toy or if the guy wants to introduce the toy. Mm. So what are you saying? Should she try to make it be his idea? Because women can do that. They can they can put things in the guy's head and then all of a sudden the guy thinks it's their idea. Okay, so. Typically, for civilians, people not in the adult industry where sex is accepted, prevalent, and expected, um, if you're a woman and you tell your husband or boyfriend, like, hey, I'd love to incorporate a toy into our lovemaking, a lot of men, not, not all, but a lot, who are not secure with themselves will take that as she's not satisfied with his penis, so therefore she needs an additional stimulation or stimulant to get her off. So that's what you have to navigate with um, introducing this toy to your man. Um, and it also depends upon what type of toy. Is it something for your clitoris? Is it another, is it another vibrating dildo that you wanna stick in your ass? Like, do you wanna be doubly penetrated? Like all these things are, you know, the type of toy is important and I would just, the first thing I would do, guys love fucking porn. I'd watch a porn with my husband, one that you know has toys in it, do some investigations and be like, oh, babe, look at that toy. Doesn't that look fun? And, you know, sort of wheedle it in that way. Um, if you're a guy and you're trying to introduce a toy to a girl, I'd, the only thing I would tell you is just make sure it's fucking brand new, out of a fucking bag, out of a box. Don't use some old toy crusty thing that you're pulling out of your drawer that you've used with five other fucking chicks that's got something on it. No girl's gonna be like, oh wow, let me stick that inside myself. I didn't even think that that would be something that somebody would do. Like, oh, girl, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, happened yeah, yeah, to me on Christmas. On Christmas? Well, oh well, Mary, I thought Mary it Christ was my fucking present. And you could come <laughs> into the bedroom and see what I have for you and yeah. digs out a crusty fucking vibrator from his fucking drawer oh oh, that wow. was rolling around, blah, 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 and then did, hands did he, it to me. Did he say Merry Christmas? <laughs> he fucking did, but I told him to go fuck off. Oh, wow. <laughs> what about Happy New Year? 
No. It just got no. worse and worse. Well, you should have said, Sammy, go F yourself, because clearly he could have with the, with the I toy. I think we just, right. man, we just complicated bringing the dildo <laughs> into the relationship. Yeah, we just I don't know. I think it's that. I mean, you start, you start talking to a guy like, let's watch a movie. Oh, he's not. I mean, nobody's stupid. I mean, the problem is if if it if what was came before that was you sense that the girl's not happy or you sense that your wife's not happy, it's going to be an easy read through. But whatever it is, what it is. I well, say you know, you with, all the, for it. with all this being said, and by the way, Sammy Phillips, everybody appearing as we can see, Sammy Phillips, the ever outspoken Sammy Phillips. <laughs> Getting back to uh, whatever take I have, aside from what everything you said, you know, the bottom line comes down to communication between two people. If uh, the husband's not making her happy, the question is, does the husband not know he's not making her happy? So sit down and talk about it. I mean, you know, lay it out, your husband and wife, what's your communication skills? If you've not been making her happy as a man, you should be able to realize you're not making your woman happy. So if she had communicates with him, this is something she'd like to try, have fun with it, experience it. Like Sammy said, maybe watch something, learn from it, whatever it takes to make your woman happy. But I will tell you one thing. It, I had a sales manager work for me many years ago when I had my sales companies back in my twenties and thirties. He complained about the fact that when he brought a, uh, a toy into the bedroom, it ruined his marriage. His wife fell in with love with the toy. He could never satisfy her. And it actually is one of the key reasons he said his marriage was ruined. Yeah, I'm telling so. you guys get, weird about it yeah so it's all depends how it handles a very sensitive subject not to coin a pun so good luck but I, I'm, I'm curious did it ruin his relationship because he couldn't handle it or is it like he described she literally didn't want him anymore you the way know he explained I mean? it is it's not that she didn't want him she just fell in love with her toy and became quite a, a frequent user of it which probably you know affected his ego and the whole bit and they just never got back on the same level i, mean, I would have to assume you know, if, if i think she... i think the question is i think i'm coming from a different spot because i'm married 28 years so if she could find something that could keep her right i'm fucking right. i'm all for it. Bruce, I'm just, bruce i'm just about <laughs> mma at this point i don't give a shit I, I, this sounds like this conversation Best work like for a, you yeah this sounds like a dream to me are you kidding right, right. hey whatever no, makes your boat float give whatever me that girl's you... number I want to talk to <laughs> the bottom line is that she should just communicate. Okay. Bring the toy into the, the, the play, communicate with your husband, set a romantic scene. <clears throat> hopefully it works. Hopefully you're happy. And hopefully he improves his own and hones his own skills. Shall it, we say it, it comes back to what we've always said in the show. It comes back to communication. As long as you communicate, all communication, everything's going to be fine. Uh, By the way, I forgot to give a disclaimer. If you're under 18, you should ask mom and dad before you listen to the show. I mean, well, this is all education. Yeah, all, all education. education. Go ahead. Uh, I, I know Ray's got to go, but I want to fit in this one, one more email. It's the last one we have. It's from Brian. Uh, Brian said, um, my wife is suffering an illness that has destroyed her sex drive. We've been married for 15 years, and we no longer have any sort of intimacy whatsoever. This is definitely damaging our relationship on my end, not so much hers. How do I solve this? Should I seek help outside of the relationship? I don't know what that means. Seek help outside of the relationship. You know, that's a perfect example to me to go to couples therapy, you know, sit down and have a third party and discuss it. If you're not having the communication with your wife and is that dead 15 years, no sex life was it for 15 years? Yeah. No sex life for 15. No, 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 no. They've been, no, 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 no. They've, been they've been married for 15, been married years, 15 years and she's been afflicted with something that, that has lowered her sex drive. I know well, what it is. What, what is, is it? it? Menopause. 
guys. Well, it depends on her age, right? Well, yeah, we don't know her age. Sometimes you can be perio-menopause, which is prior to, it can, it can affect some women in their 30s, like, and 40s. Really, that it's young? Just, yeah, it can happen. I, I was in flat-out post-menopause at 45. Wow. Yeah, so no babies. No babies allowed after 45. No babies made. So what did, what did that do to your sex drive? Okay, it fucks it up, dude. It, it not it, only fucks up your sex drive, but it actually is painful to have sex. So what happens as you get older, the walls of your vagina thin, it's a membrane. So it thins, so it's not thick, like a nice thick cocoon that you go into. It's thin and all the nerve endings come to the surface. So if something goes in, it literally can feel like sandpaper, wow. sandpaper. It's not good nerves, it's fucking bad nerves. So you have to go on hormones. There's creams that you fucking inject up there, not inject, but you know, with a, a, a plunger thing. Um, a plunger? Plunger, really? No, but no, seriously, Sammy, are we unclogging a toilet bowl? Are we unplugging a toilet bowl right now? Did you say plunger? She said plunger. Damn. Not an actual plunger. Whatever like, it takes. We got it, Sammy. You know, Go ahead. Thing. It's these things, you know, that comes in the fucking kit and you, right. you stick it up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can take pills. There's creams you can rub on you, creams you put in you, but um, it lowers your sex drive. And then when it hurts to have sex, it doesn't matter how much you love your husband. It doesn't matter how horny you are when it literally starts hurting, right. you start becoming adverse to doing it at all costs. Right. The, the thing it's that concerns me about Brian's email is, is his question regarding, should I get help outside of the relationship? Which, <laughs> which I mean, does that mean like going to see oh. a girlfriend or? No, or, no, no, no. no. You, you love your wife. You stick with your wife. I'm going to get right. back to it again. Help outside of the relationship is couples therapy. Maybe even. Like Sammy mentioned, maybe she needs to see a doctor and see if she's suffering she any of these it, things. Depending upon her age, yeah. she if and if she's experienced, if she's slowing down with her periods, et cetera, et cetera, she's probably in a premenopausal state, and it's just not happening. All right. Wow. I gotta yeah. tell you, Bruce. I don't know, Sammy. I don't know what kind of sex Bert you have. I, after this, I don't even know if I ever want to have sex again. <laughs> oh, well, they're not supposed to scare <laughs> you off. Thinking I try killing myself. Oh no! Yeah, how, how lucky! I might have to plunge out my wife's vagina tonight oh. to see what the fuck is going on. What, what a combo that, pack what Ray and Sammy Bruce? are! Jeez, Bruce, come on, man. We're gonna get some notes on this show. Right? Oh, I know. Ray, I thought we were talking about the God, and I'm sticking a plunger up my wife. But <laughs> no, no, you I mean, come on. <laughs> this is uh, this is outrageous at this point. This is a, a fantastic show to have Ray Longo on, and we got to yeah, do it again. Yeah, I would say so. So the bottom line of both these questions is communication and seek a little therapy in both in both situations. Little we got to let Ray therapy. get out of here. Ray, thanks for coming on. All right. I will hey, Ray, real guys. quick. Sammy, nice meet you. Bruce, I'll see you at the garden, and TJ, I'll see you at the garden. I'll yes, see sir. you there. Ray, real quick, real quick. Paula yes. Costa, the Vittori fight, the weight battle, yes. everything else. No excuse not to make weight. I don't think I don't think Paula should fight at 185. I think he should stay at 205. But we're going to go through this again and again and again. I love the guy. He's a friend. You know, he's a cool. He's he's a nice man. Um, but that was crazy. Now, what he did was unacceptable. You got to hats off to Marvin Vittori for saying, "Oh yeah, he had 85, 90, 95, too." What what fight do you want? Like just like, let's uh, let's uh, crazy, but to come in and not even be close because he yeah. got it. I think he was 19 pounds over when he got there. 
insane for a guy that has trouble making weight. So Costa weighed two twenty come fight time. That's insane. Yeah, whether, yeah, whether he's a good guy or a nice guy, what he did was a hundred percent wrong. And whether it was premeditated or not is the is the is the question. But it, it's just not a good look. As no, a professional. Vittori comes out looking like a hero in this. Yeah, he looks like a hero. And as a professional, this is two fights in a row with the with the wine excuse and the weight excuse. Apollo, you're you're a great guy. Okay. But the yeah. bottom line is you're a professional fighter. Be a professional. You sign to pick a weight. You fight at that weight. There's no question. No yeah. wine before a fight, no whatever. Yeah. Uh Ray, you're probably like me. I'm not really big on excuses being made after a right. fight. You either won yeah. or you lost. Okay. Period. That's the bottom line. Well, yeah. it, take, it takes away from a fantastic fight. It was a phenomenal fight. Yeah, phenomenal great fight. Guys. Great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, but, thanks to Vittori. Right. No, 100%. Did that. But yeah, uh, and, I really I really do got to run, man. I wish we would have started this earlier because I could stay here all day. But Ray, I we'll have you back. Go. We'll have you back, All right, Ray. thanks, guys. We'll have you back. With or hey, without me, Ray. It's okay. Uh, Sam, it's too much. Sammy, I feel like we're friends for life after this. Oh, it's true. We'll have you back, Ray. I want to have you on when I can have you for a full hour so we can really get on. Right. Let's do it. All right. All right. And Bruce, before I go, feel better, buddy. Really. I will. I, I will. Be, uh, I feel good. I hope you have that normal zest for life when I see you in, in the Madison Square Garden. I want you to blow the roof off that I'm place. I'm going to blow the roof off that place. Trust me, nothing's going to hold me back. I'll be like an animal out of the cage. You know me, Ray. Nothing holds me back. A hundred percent. Listen, love you guys. Let me get out of here. See you, Ray. You Take care, Ray. Take care. Bye-bye. That was really one of the best in the business. I, I I love Ray Longo, who can't seem to hang up his phone. Hang up your phone, Sorry, Ray. Ray. Hang up your phone there, Ray. There he's gone. All right, that was cool. Those questions are, uh, we don't need to go back to them, but, you know, good in-depth questions. But, again, it comes down to two things, communication and seek some therapy. I think it's the best thing. And the therapy yeah. could be through the communication with your wife or your right. wife to your husband. And again, I, I mean, I, I don't mean to keep going back to the way he closed it, but to, to seek help outside of the relationship, if it is the wrong type of help, Brian, it could end your relationship. Well, so if he's smart. talking about a professional and a house. I didn't take it that way. I, I took it as like him going that. to uh, an escort or something like that. That's what I meant. If he's talking oh. about a professional, yeah. you know, that, that's not going to help anything. That's going to that's going to that's going to help him and his own need to be satisfied. But that's not going to help the situation with his wife. Right. No, 100 you know? percent. It's, it's going to complicate things. Oh, it could cause it. Yeah. Could, not even explain. Of course, it could complicate things. Yeah. I mean, it's going to make him feel guilty. And uh, I mean, that's the thing. You, you don't want to turn your partner off who doesn't want to be intimate with you already by, you know, essentially cheating on them. So be smart, Brian. And we get back to the other thing. And one last thing one ended on. It's, it's like it's not always their fault. Look at yourself. It's name's Brian. Right. That's true, too. We don't Look know the yourself, situation. Brian. What are you doing? What kind of romance are you creating for your right. wife? What are you doing to turn her on? You know, it's we like, should say we're not trying to bag on Brian. Not, trying, not trying to bag to say, on Brian. Right. But look in the mirror and look at both sides of the coin and right. see where you can you can have an effect on the situation, too. It's not just about, hey, I want to give it to me. There's there's a thing called foreplay, mental and physical. And, so and, analyze all these situations. And that's the thing, too. I mean, I haven't been married uh, 15 years like like Brian has, but I, I've been married uh, 11 now. And uh, I will say, like, I mean, you're going to go through ups and downs and emotional highs and lows and, and intimacy, you know, highs and lows like you. you it's it's a wave you got to ride, and Brian just I'm, – I'm not trying to say that you're doing uh, anything wrong, but like Bruce said, you got to look in the mirror as well. Hey, the one benefit to being a single and seeing somebody when you see them, whether it's twice a month or twice a week, 
it's always can be romantic. It's, but when you're living with somebody day in and day out, you know, it's a lot more. You can't hold that. It's hard to hold that romance and that turn on period every day you're together. Right. I mean, we're you know? human beings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things are going to happen. So speaking of things happening, if you guys uh, now we're off the subject of uh, SNR, let's get into some current events and some news and TV. Uh, who's watching Squid Games? I've I've seen it. Okay. And Sammy, you saw it. I got to tell oh, you yeah. guys. It, you know, the, the Koreans, whether it's the movie Parasite, the one best picture of the year of the year. I have not past. seen that one. Oh, oh, that one's good. Yeah. Yeah. Much better than Squid Games. Trust really? me. Squid Games was very intriguing to me. It, it brought me in. Um, I know that LeBron James mentioned that he was disappointed the way it ended. I got to tell you, too, the ending was a letdown. I didn't find the ending to really. I was mad. Well, yeah. I, I feel like the ending is opening it up. Like, let's not forget, it's a television series. It's opening up for the second series. Right. So, I mean, I assume the second, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I assume the second, if there is a second season, it's going to continue. There will be. Right. There, there will be. It's such a huge hit. There will be. How did you guys watch it? Did you do subtitles or did you do the audio dubbing? I watched the first four episodes in Korean. Okay. With, with the subtitles, but I would was just I found myself like standing by the TV and like reading the subtitles and I'm like yeah. I'm getting nothing done so yeah. I'm like wait I can put it on in bad English so I did that and I watched the rest of it in English yeah I actually did it in both I was busy doing stuff I watched uh, in the subtitle I like watching foreign films no matter what they are in their natural language with subtitles which means you sit down you relax you watch the movie right I mean, if you're going to be doing other things, you're going to have to turn it on English because you're not going to be able to pay attention to all the dialogue going on. So the way to watch anything foreign is to watch it with subtitles and I watch agree. it the way it's truly made. I agree. My problem was, and, and I sort of did half and half, if I was uh, like laying in bed watching it, um, I, I would have the audio uh, dub uh, track on rather than reading subtitles simply because I was just too tired to read. But Bruce, I, I agree with you. When I watched it with subtitles, I felt like the emotion was much more uh, easily uh, conveyed and, and I felt more connected with the content compared to the, the audio dubbing, which by the way, I think for the most part was done as well as it can be, but Very audio well. audio dubbing in general is just never great at, at carrying the original message. No, that's why I say watch in the original language. Yeah. Way the film be made. Totally. I mean, do you want to watch an American film dubbed in foreign language and English subtitles? No, you want to watch it in English. I don't well, know you're just going to lose stuff. I mean, there's there's, you know, things that are lost in translation already, even with reading the subtitles. But if I can't hear the emotion and, and you know, that whole entire soundtrack is just missing uh, I'm, I'm missing, I think, uh, some of the, the message as well. I agree. I agree. Another show on Netflix. that's really uh, good. It's the third season of you while you, if you haven't oh, watched yeah, that, one of, one of the kids here is watching it. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. Now Dave Chappelle's, uh, uh, Netflix special, Sam, you watch it yet? Um, I watched a couple of them, but I didn't see the one about the trans, uh, Oh, that's the one that's on now. Controversy. Yeah. It's one now. I mean, he spends the whole hour or whatever, you know, pretty much on that thing. I can see where, the criticism or whatever is coming out. I mean, it's a sensitive subject, but uh, he's a he's a brilliant comic. That's all I can say. So, you know, you got to watch it and make that decision for yourself. You know, do you find it offensive in, in what it was? Um, a tourist, Harrison Ford lost his credit card. Would you believe a tourist returned it to him? Oh, wow. I mean, Italy. I can believe that because if you put two and two together, you might think that there's going to be some sort of compensation or reward. Yeah, you would think. Because you would if think. you're going to go the other route and be nefarious with it, well, now you're risking jail time. So, 
Uh, yeah, I can I can believe that they. I mean, although Bruce, if you believe it is true to be that of Harrison Ford, maybe that's a little collectible that you uh, you know throw in the personal collection. Uh, you know what? However you find it, you don't know. No, if I found his credit card, I would return it. That's of course, of course. But I'm just saying, some people out there, you know, they're they're in it for more personal gain, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Speaking of personal gain, we'll have a little collectible talk here. But before I start, and we have a few minutes left. Uh, last night was game one of the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros in the World Series. You know, the uh, Braves won the uh, game very decisively. I think they were playing at Houston, as a matter of fact. Um, the Braves pitcher, did you know he threw 16 pitches after he broke his leg during the game? What? Yep. A ball he, hit. I saw that he broke his leg, but I didn't know that he continued to play afterwards. He continued to play with a fractured bone in his leg. Um, he left the bottom of the, uh, third inning after he threw, after throwing 44 pitches, uh, supposedly if I have this correct, 16 of those pitches were after he broke his leg. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. He was hit in the outside right calf by 102.4 mile an hour batted ball. That's, that's crazy. That's awful. I mean, that's adrenaline to get you through that to where you can, was it his plant leg or was it his, his back leg? Um, not sure. I can't tell. I mean, either way, it doesn't really matter. But the the fact that you're running on that much adrenaline that can get you through that says says something. Well, you know what? He got three more outs throwing sixteen more pitches. Oh, so he finished the the inning. Yeah, stud. Oh stud. my god! Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, hope he heals quicker. You know, it's a heck of an injury for a pitcher. Yeah, I, I'm just curious. I think the Astros really need to win this World Series uh, because of their whole cheating scandal uh, back a few years ago when they, when they did win the World Series. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I understand that there's uh, there's always some level of uh, not cheating per se, but gamesmanship, I think, in, in, in baseball especially. But uh, if, if they're able to win this World Series, it's going to sort of validate the one that they won previously. Yeah. I, you know, that's that could be said. We will see. Atlanta's a tough team. It'll be an interesting series. Michael Jordan's earliest known uh, regular season game worn Nike shoes were sold at Sotheby's at auction last Sunday. How much? One point four seven million. Wow. One point four seven million. Unbelievable. Right? And a Van Gogh paid, painting that was once looted by uh, the Germans in World War Two, which uh, um, Goering it was during one of the high-ranking generals was yeah. specifically looting all over for his own uh, benefit for all the artwork whenever that just sold for 30 million dollars unbelievable right and uh also to police getting back to the german memorabilia they raided police in rio de janeiro raided a, a home of a pedophile right okay and they found more than eight thousand uh german and nazi memorabilia items ranging from uniforms flags cities coins medals uh, guns, ammo, whatever, valued at three and a half million dollars. I've always told you that's some of the most sought after and expensive memorabilia. Yep. I would never touch anything having to do with the genocide. Right. But um, they, in his home, and and back in Brazil, if you remember, after the war, that's where a lot of Germans ran off to. You know, I didn't know escaping. that. Oh yeah, they found. Um, they made a movie about it. I forget the, uh, something from Brazil, with Lawrence Levy. It was a whole story about how they went down to find, you know, the. Um, people involved in the genocide that, that went down and hid themselves in, in uh, Brazil. Wow. So maybe that's where a lot of this stuff came from. I'm, I'm just conjecturing right now. I do not know. Sure. It's just kind of amazing when you read these kind of things and, and not saying not, not honoring at all. We're just talking the news here. Yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson signed baseball photos sold for a record price at auction. You've probably heard of Shoeless Joe Jackson. Of course. 
And just like the shoes, Jordan, exactly. $1.47 million. Wow. Photo. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing too, Bruce. Like when we talk about this stuff, it, it seems like a high number, but then we find out two or three years later down the road, it goes up by, you know, 30, 50 or a hundred percent. Just follow the Honus Wagner rookie card that's gone from a quarter million to a half to a million to 1.6 million, I think, recently to 2 million, if not mistaken. Right. Give or take. It's just, it's crazy. And it might slow down a little bit, but it's still going to continuously go yeah, up. It'll always go up. Uh, these I've said this forever. In the days of financial ruin and situations, uh, sports collectibles, military gun and artifacts, and numismatic coins and stamps, they just continue to sell. People have money. I mean, right. I'm, Brian, well, you know, the master of the is of collecting and me and my collecting, I see it all the time. I'm watching it for 60 years. And and honestly, investing in that stuff, it's better than opening up a CD at this point, like the, the interest long, rate. Yeah. As long as you buy correctly. Oh, the interest rate in the bank and the seat. Forget it's it. nothing. It's nothing. nothing. Like literally investing your money in a traditional savings account is is silly. No, just putting it away to look at a number, and it's not going to go up very much. And then if you buy Bitcoin, it'll shoot up, you know, $17,000 one day and then drop the next. Yeah, exactly. So just be careful. Be smart. Uh, invest your money properly. I'm not going to give investment advice here beyond what I know from my own personal knowledge. Uh, okay. I'm not going to give investment advice either, but if you want to give me your money, uh, my PayPal is DeSantisMMA at gmail.com. There you go. All right. Uh, you know, these outrageous little studies and stuff like that, you eat this you eat that now they're saying chili peppers which is in hot sauces and everything else can potentially cause dementia what dementia wow yeah so i happen to talk to a friend of mine who's um has done psychology research and stuff in school and stuff like that and she loves you know spice and all that type stuff and um so you know i just said it to her as a note and she's like you know what there's a study also that links ice cream sales to the rise in violent crimes being committed so like during the months that ice cream sales increased dramatically, so do violent crimes, which is the summer months. Right, but that's like, always been a thing. But it's always been the thing where the summer months cause yeah. more violent crimes. And now they're saying ice cream. I've never wanted to throw a punch after sitting down and eating a bowl of ice cream. No. I don't know if no, you have. No. Who yeah, pays you know, one, for these studies? Well, one thing that I'm curious is there are different cultures that eat more chili peppers than others. So I'm curious if we can go and find that, you know, say a culture that eats a lot of, you know, hot, spicy chili peppers. Are they afflicted with dementia more than, say, a culture that doesn't? I do not know. But I mean, that's that's where I think I would start if you want to try to debunk or confirm this uh, this recent stat. Right. And again, I repeat. Who comes up with these studies? Why all of a sudden are you? I don't. Where I don't does that know. come from? Why is the money being spent? There's so much. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, it's all what you interpret it to be. And obviously you, you saw it in a news story. These news stories get, you know, trolled out as, as filler uh, in slower weeks at times. So and I it's know. a it's a filler on the show, too. That's why I'm bringing it up. Right. Yeah. No, 100 percent. But, yeah. you know, I like the context that comes from it. So, yeah, exactly. All right, Sammy, anything for our audience before we take off? Uh, no, just go and pick up your favorite penthouse magazine at any newsstand or bookstore nationally internationally and, and how's that uh, podcast going have you guys started that yet no uh, we i've been so dude i've been so fucking busy um, i hear you putting together layouts and stuff like that it's i've just been overwhelmed but it's believe me it's at the top of our list well if you need me holler i know you are holla. Need, hold on wait i have an itch in my cat nose hang on a second. 
Oh, thanks, Sammy. Appreciate the vision. <laughs> hold, hold on. Sammy's nose itches. We got to put the show on pause. All right. There we go. We couldn't, couldn't have waited another 30 seconds, could you? <laughs> no, it was like really itching. And then also, TJ, we need to do those elements. The elements. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, hit me up whenever. I'm down. Okay. All right, TJ, you? Uh, let's see here. Oh, hold on. Sam's Pajama Party, Instagram, The Single Life, Twitter, uh, and Sammy Phillips, Facebook. Okay. There you go. Uh, behind me, you can see uh, the latest episode of Extra Rounds, which you can watch uh, live on UFC Fight Pass or uh, the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page. It's myself, Pearl Gonzalez, uh, Ray Longo from time to time. Uh, we got a show coming up on uh, Thursday, which is today, if you're listening to this, um, or at least the day that this was released. Uh, but also Saturday, it's an early fight from Abu Dhabi uh, on Twitch. Myself, Pearl Gonzalez, and former UFC lightweight champion Jens Pulver will be doing a watch-along uh, so if you want, uh, you know, alternative uh, commentary track to the action that is going down inside the octagon, uh, head over to twitch.com forward slash UFC and uh, take part in the watch along. I think we start early. It's something like 1030 a.m. or something like that uh, here on the West Coast. Very cool. Yeah, it's a good fight card. Um, the fight card, you know, with the Wahovich and Glover Deshera. I mean, Glover fighting for a light heavyweight championship in 2021 is just an amazing story in itself. Amazing story. Long career, glorious career, uh, up and down career. um, Just a stud, just a total warrior. So it's going to be a hell of a fight. Peter Jan and Corey Sanhagen, uh, Dan Hooker's fighting again, Islam Makhachev. There's very good fights here. Volkov and and Tybora, you know, the two giants going at it. Li Jingliang, uh, Chimaev. Coming back, yeah, yeah, Hamza. Yeah, I mean, Hamza, can't, can't uh, wait to watch it. Yep. I'm going to miss not announcing this fight. It's a hell of a card. Yeah, but you're and, doing the right thing, Bruce. And and no offense to Abu Dhabi and Fight Island, but you know, one week later, the most uh, you know, the famous uh, arena in the world is going to be calling for for that buffer. It's time uh, before a phenomenal uh, fight between uh, Kamara Usman and uh, Colby Covington. So uh, you're doing the right thing. I know you're sacrificing, um, yeah. but but I, I can't wait to. I'll be in the building that night, so uh, I'm excited to see that. Well, I'm excited to be in the building that night, too, and I'll be ready to rock and roll. Um, wish everybody good luck in uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, I think Joe Martinez is going to fill in for me over there, and um, I'll be watching. going to be a hell of a show. And with that being said, Sammy, thank you for being on the show. TJ, as always, we'll be back next week with another exciting guest, another interesting show. Got to have Ray Longo back. Oh, Ray's great. He's wonderful. My new best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, different. those questions were crazy okay so now it's time energy if you're in the uk amazon.com you can buy it go to it's timeenergy.com shipping is free shipping is free on amazon it's turned out to be a big hit right out of the gate in the uk we'll be here in america uh the end of november beginning of december we're going to release it on amazon and then it'll be in all the stores near you next year everywhere all over the world i can't wait Uh, to try it it's awesome i'll get it to you it's the most natural energy drink, whatever, no sugar, all natural. I told you it's, it's just, it's, it's great. I mean, there's things in here like wolfberry extract, the caffeine's from green coffee beans, but it's loaded with vitamins and minerals. It's made for athletes. Check out it's timeenergy.com. See all the videos up there. The athletes using it. It's phenomenal. Puncher's chance, knocking down doors, selling like crazy, six awards, winning best taste, best design. And we're releasing soon the 12 year reserve version called the distance. Ooh, uh, Puncher's chance, the distance. I Let's like see. it. Only 2,000 cases. They've all been allocated already. They are going to be sold out, so they'll be in the stores. Um, 
puncher sells for around $30. The distance is going to be 120 plus. I mean, it's going to have to be the uh, process yeah. that goes into oh, it is yeah. insane, right? 12 year reserve. Just as I'm very, very proud of this. And we'll talk more about it when, it, you know, as the well, I just want to see the bottle. I mean, the bottle of puncher's chances is, is so phenomenal I, looking. So I can't wait to see the distance. I got a picture of the bottle fresh off the bottling line last night. The first bottle came off and I was specifically told that I can't release it yet. Well, I can't wait to see it though. It so. looks amazing. I bet it does. It's going to be very cool. Sammy, love you. We'll see you again soon. TJ, love you, brother. All good. Everybody stay safe again. Happy you're feeling I'm better, good. Buff. I'm good. I feel yeah, better. I feel better. I'm back. I feel good. I'm strong. Uh, nothing holds me down. Like Dana said, it'll take a bullet to keep me out of the octagon. It'll take a bullet to keep me out of life. COVID just slowed me down for a couple of weeks, folks. That's all it was. Bumping okay. the road. But it's not fun. It's right. not fun. Protect yeah. yourself. Stay safe out there, folks. Wear your mask in the right situation. Um, get your vaccine if you choose to. I highly recommend that you do. That's all I can say. I highly recommend that you do. Highly recommend it. Okay, everybody, have a great week. Set your goals, write them down, learn about them. So when you step on the path, you're the best you can be because whether you're first champion, second, third, if you perform at your best, then you're winning. And that's what we're all about on this show. So it's time to win. It's time to have a great day. Time to have a great week. And time to say goodbye to me and Sammy and TJ and Buffers out. Cheers. <laughs>